Welcome to Out of the Box Radio with me, your host, Christine Blasdale. Out of the Box Radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life. And each and every week, we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health, wellness, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure, and each and every week we're going to be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. Hi, nice to see you, or not, to hear you virtually. My guest today is an incredible gentleman. I'm so happy to have back on the program. Brent Michael Phillips was a successful MIT engineer and helped to create the modern internet as we know it during his time in graduate school at MIT. Now, after leaving MIT, he experienced a staggering physical challenge. We're going to talk to him about that and years of chronic pain and failed treatments, which led doctors to put him on permanent disability. With his right arm paralyzed after an experimental surgery, Brent actually went to a healer and experienced his first miracle when his arm was instantly and permanently healed. Knowing his life path was fortuitously altered. He then spent years studying with the world's best master healers, gurus, psychics, and spiritual teachers to discover and reverse engineer the scientific laws and principles underlying miraculous instant healing, financial abundance, loving relationships, and even enlightenment. He is the creator of the Awakening Dynamics System, which we're going to talk in depth about, which consists of advanced consciousness technologies for subconscious clearing, instant healing, manifestation, seeing energy and auras, and the ascension of consciousness from awakening to enlightenment. He is an award-winning author, an Amazon.com best-selling co-author, and the inventor of the patent-pending Formula for Miracles technology. And his latest book, The Formula for Miracles, Where Science Reveals the Secrets of the Spirit, is what we're going to be talking about today, along with so many other things. I want to welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine, Brent Michael Phillips. Hello, darling. How are you? I am doing great. Excited to be here. Uh, I am. I am excited too because our listeners, uh, we, they got a little taste of you um, early earlier on this year, and we have you back because we're going to be talking about the book, but also some amazing uh, advancements that you're you're doing right now with Awakening Dynamics and some goodies that our listeners will be able to access for the first time. Right. That's absolutely correct. Now, let's talk about, because I, I think your story is very important, and I think stories uh, in general can bring us all to an understanding and connect us you know, more than anything. Let's talk about when you first, when you experienced the staggering physical challenge that, that we were talking about earlier and chronic pain, and that, uh, that journey that you had and where it, and how it led you. You went from a very, obviously, an engineer background, very critical thinking, um, maths, numbers, science guy, to where you are now. And uh, let's talk to our listeners a little bit about what you experienced during that time in your life. 
Well, you know, it's funny that I would be the first to admit I'd never thought I'd be doing anything like this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to be uh, a professional healer, a spiritual teacher, uh, that kind of thing, never never even on my radar. Because I always assumed my whole life would be in science and technology. It's what I was good at growing up. I got into MIT, and at MIT I discovered the Internet, which of course sounds funny today, right? But back in the 80s, no one had ever heard of it, and made that my specialty and my focus. And so uh, when I was in graduate school at MIT, uh, the internet boom hit. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I'm like literally one of the world's leading experts on the internet. Uh, one of the cool things I did in grad school was it was me and a couple of guys in my group. We sent the first ever live uh, synchronized audio and video over the web in 1994. Whoa. So we were doing some really cool stuff. And so I figured, well, heck, I'll move to California, recruit my best friend, start a tech company, uh, work really hard for a couple of years and make millions. <laughs> I figured by 30, I'll be living on some tropical island, spending my days hot tubbing with supermodels. That was, uh, <laughs> that, was uh, that was the master plan for Brent the young man. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's that old joke that goes, uh, it's really easy to make God laugh. Just tell him your plans. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we got actually got off to a good start um, in the first year. Um, I, I did some really great uh, high-profile websites. Uh, I did the first website for the Sony PlayStation, for Disneyland, for Nissan Motors. So we were doing some really good stuff. Uh, I, and we created, uh, based on my graduate school research, a brand new kind of video game. Today we call them MOGs, Massively Multiplayer Online Games. But I created really the first MOG of its kind in the mid-90s. And uh, I thought we were poised for great success, but what I didn't see coming was I was pushing myself so hard to do all this because I was so driven to be successful. I was willing to do anything to be successful. I was literally at my desk 80, 100 hours a week. It's all I did was work. Hmm. And, you know, I was bootstrapping two uh, tech startups right in the, uh, uh, the beginning of the Internet boom. So you can imagine how intense that was. Stress. And a couple years into it, my body started to break down. Uh, you know, there, there was a lot that went on. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget the day it really hit me like a ton of bricks. I had had some aches and pains and, you know, stiffness, but I just kind of ignored it, pubs, Madville, whatever, right? Uh, then one night, I'm walking out to my car. It's like, you know, 1230 in the morning, time to go home, sleep a couple hours and repeat. And my hands were shaking so bad I couldn't open the door in the car. And so I thought, okay, uh, there's a problem. <laughs> yes. But up to that point in my life, I'm like, well, you know, when there's something wrong with your body, you go to the doctor and they'll fix it. So uh, long story short, I spent three years chasing conventional therapies, and I didn't, I didn't get better. I got worse. And uh, it got so bad I had to move in with my parents. Uh, some days I needed help just cutting and eating food. Mm. Uh, when I would drive, I'd have to pull over frequently because holding a steering wheel was, was too painful. So th this was, this was a, a big deal. Uh, after three years of treatments, at that point I was barely able to work. I'd literally spend an hour in therapy for every hour I spent on the keyboard. And uh, my partners uh, lost patience with me. And uh, long story short, in a very short time frame, first the doctors gave up on me. Uh, the, the top uh, orthopedist at the Curlin Job Clinic told me that I had an impossible case and that there was no chance I'd ever get out of pain or be able to recover. And uh, he put me on permanent disability and sent me home to die, and I was 27. Oh, that's not good when you hear that. Right. We, and so that, you know, that level of permanent disability is extremely rare for someone that young. Yes. you got to be really messed up <laughs> for them yeah. to come to that conclusion. Uh, 
And right around then, my partners had lost patience with me. And my lifelong best friend uh, stole the company and sold it behind my back for millions of dollars. Oh, double whammy. And there were lawsuits, but, you know, that that didn't really work out very well. And, uh, you know, what I call the cherry on the hot fudge sundae was I also found out he'd been secretly seeing the woman I was crazy in love with. Oh, God, trifecta. Jeez. Okay. So I had no money. I was living with my parents. I was in terrible pain, put on permanent disability, told I'd never be able to work. And your heart lost, was and your heart right. was shattered on I top of it. I lost my multi-million dollar company, and I had a huge broken heart, and I lost my best friend. Mm. So that that was really hard. Uh, but I was fortunate. I, I got really depressed for a while, but I was fortunate that I had a friend turn me on to positive thinking. And today we call it the law of attraction. Right back in the '90s, we called it positive thinking. It's pretty much the same stuff. And he said, Brent, you know, when life's really got you down, when there seems there's no way out. That's when we really need positive thinking. So, you know, long story short again, uh, I spent, you know, better part of a year as this gung-ho positive thinking warrior. That all that dedication intensity I had brought to my studies and then my work, I now directed to positive thinking. And, you know, I was going to the weekend seminars and dancing on the stage and jumping up and down and, you know, making vision boards. And I said my mantras 108 times a day. And, you know, joined masterminds and did all that stuff. But, you know what? Uh, At least at that point in my life, it didn't really make a difference. Uh, All I did was go deeper into debt. Mm -hmm. So after, you know, better part of a year, I just, I gave up on that. Uh, I circled back to it, by the way. (laughs) That's that's a later part of the story. Uh, That stuff can work. You just have to know what you're doing. Uh, And then, again, long story short, I spent five years in alternative therapies. Uh, And you name it, I was willing to do anything to get better. You know, acupuncture, herbs, cleanses, special diets, you know, yoga, Pilates, uh, movement retraining. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I was willing to do, I tried it all. And five years of all these treatments, and I didn't get better, I got worse. Mm. And it was so discouraging. Because again, I was racking up a huge amount of debt, right? My uh, disability payments would barely cover my rent. So it was just, you know, credit card debt getting higher and higher. And I was, I, was, I was getting kind of scared. And uh, uh, what, what had happened was uh, I had agreed to have an experimental surgery because my uh, workers' compensation attorney said, Brent, uh, they're not going to keep footing the bill for these treatments uh, unless you have a surgery. And I'm like, okay. And so I found a doctor that had a procedure. He thought it could help. And, of course, if I had woken up and the doctor had cured me of all my pain, I wouldn't be here talking about healing, would I? <laughs> nope. Right. Uh, instead, it went horribly wrong, and uh, I woke up to find my right arm paralyzed. Oh, my God. Yep. And so that, that was really my rock bottom. Uh, it was not long after that. Uh, I was in a car accident and had a concussion, and then my first wife left me. So it was, you know, it was just like, wow. Hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah. 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 You know, at this point, it had been years and years of nothing but just going lower and lower. And uh, uh, that's when I uh, heard about this crazy lady named Terry who did some kind of new age healing. Uh, She was a friend of my aunt. aunt, And uh, I was like, all right, sure. You know, I'll give it a try. Right. So uh, long story short, I show up at her apartment. Uh, I found out Terry actually has a background similar to mine. Uh, she used to be in business and finance. She was a Wharton School MBA, you know, top of her class, super smart, right? Uh, typical kind of New York City finance person, talks like 100 miles an hour like the FedEx guy on the commercials. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was like, okay, it's kind of interesting that you're doing this like hippie new agey stuff, right? 
Yeah. She explained that uh, uh, she had gotten sick and she had found this process of energy healing that literally saved her life. And so she walked away from like a $180,000 a year job uh, to, to be a full-time healer. And honestly, I thought she was nuts, but I'm like, let's give it a shot, right? And so, uh, again, long story short, she spent about an hour, and she asked me about my belief in God, and we talked about my childhood and what had happened with my best friend and the companies and, you know, all, all these things. And she's doing this uh, block clearing process the whole time. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And at the end, right? <laughs> whatever. Because I figured, you know, I'm really not here to talk about my feelings, right? I'm here because I can't move my arm. And I'm exactly. Pain, right? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't see, I didn't see how they were connected, but I'm like, hey, you know what? You know, I'm here for an hour. Might as well just do it her way. See what happens, right? Yes. So I played along. And at the end of the hour, she goes, okay, dear, you know, let's fix your arm now. And I'm like, sure, lady, right? Give me your best shot. Because at this point, I had tried manipulations under local anesthesia and, you know, uh, dynasplints and all these things. And my arm just wouldn't move. And so she, she closes her eyes and goes into a trance. Uh, she called it a theta state at the time, though I didn't know what that meant. And uh, I'm sitting there looking out the window, and I felt this pop inside my elbow. It was the craziest thing. It was like someone set off a little firecracker. And I remember she opened her eyes and said, how's your arm? And I looked down, and I was like, oh, my God, I could move my arm. Wow. So literally like the, the surgery had never happened. And so that was the first of many, many miracles. But that was the one that hooked me and got me started down this path in life. And... Uh, uh, I remember, I'm like, wow, I don't know what just happened, but I really need to figure this out. <laughs> yes. Right? I'm like, something just happened here that blew my mind, right? We've got to figure this stuff out. And uh, I want to be honest with everyone listening. I, I never want to uh, lead anyone to the wrong conclusion. Uh, what did not happen that day was all of my problems were not solved in an hour. Exactly. Right? I know that some people are looking for magic fairy dust that's just going to make all their problems go away. Uh, you know what? My experience, life doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. What did happen was I had a very serious medical issue, right? My, I couldn't move my arm for four months. And this uh, a woman did this block clearing process and a healing, and my arm went pop and I could move it again. And so all the rest of the stuff, you know, the chronic pain and the disability, uh, I learned years later I had, con I had contracted Lyme disease when I was at MIT. Oh, so wow. I had Lyme disease for 17 years. Before oh, my I, I gosh. And you didn't even know. So no, I, So if anybody's wondering, hey, Brian, how could you go through years of all these treatments and nothing worked for you? That was one of the reasons I had Lyme disease. Can you explain uh, to listeners? Because this is something, too, that I've just become aware of, of how many people sure. are suffering with Lyme disease. Yeah. And they don't um, know it. But can you let CDC our listeners know? estimates yeah. are up, uh, between 200,000 and 20 million people. Wow. They don't really know because it can present in so many different forms. And basically, it happens when you get bit by a tick. Uh, the bacteria enters your body, and it's actually very complicated. There's a lot of different forms of the bacteria and different states it can be in in the body. But it's devastating. I mean, but it's, it is. It, it can be. It can uh, be. Yeah. yeah. When you hear the, but when you hear what people go through, yes, the suffering. Uh, and, uh, uh, people will die from it. Some mm -hmm. people end up in comas. Uh, you can end up paralyzed. 
uh, th there's really uh, almost any bad thing you can imagine can result from Lyme disease. And most of the time, they it, they don't get it properly diagnosed, right? That's do you right. have to, you have to have a, a specific test for it? You, you do, and even the test is a little iffy oh. because it's it's difficult to to read the results. Oh, so you goodness. really you really need a, a good clinical assessment by a Lyme aware doctor in addition to the blood work and other things. Correct. And so long story short, I had Lyme disease and I had no idea. That was one of the reasons nothing could work for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My nervous system w was seriously compromised. Uh, I also realized again many years later, I had been poisoned by aspartame. And that's what we call NutraSweet. When you say you had been poisoned by aspartame, were you saying that you had aspartame and something within it was poisoning you, or no, the, the actual? Yeah. Well, uh, let's tell. Let's talk about that because yeah, I, I think it is uh, it is uh, long, wicked. Long yeah. Short again, uh, aspartame is a neurotoxin. Yes. Called NutraSweet, and it was originally developed. It was a byproduct of creating chemical warfare agents for the Defense Department. Didn't Donald Rumsfeld have something to do yes, with? Yes, it was Donald Rumsfeld's company. Nice. And they realized that. By some chemical coincidence, it was super sweet. So they decided to put it in Yes, so they decided to take this waste product of creating chemical oh. warfare agents mm -hmm. and sell it as an additive for soda, for new, a new kind of diet soda. And now it's also, um, Brent, it's, it's in every single stick of gum. It is. And so uh, th that was another reason I had had serious uh, nervous system damage from the aspartame poison. Hmm. And again, I didn't know this till years later. So if you want to ask the question, well, Brent, why, why did you get wrecked so badly just by typing? That's your answer. It wasn't just the typing. Exactly. No, it was a combination of all those right. things. Of the, of the, yeah, an attack uh, on your nervous system. Through a combination of energy healing and some herbal medicine, uh, I was able to completely clear the Lyme disease as well as the, uh, most of the damage from, from the aspartame. But, you know, that took time. It took work. Mm -hmm. uh, but my frozen elbow did instantly heal. And uh, honestly, when I first started learning healing, I came in with kind of an arrogant attitude. Because I figured, heck, you know, I crushed MIT, right? <laughs> One of the most difficult universities on the planet, right? Top of my class, five eta kappa, perfect GPA. Uh, how hard can it learn to be, can it be to learn healing? Yes. And you know what? <laughs> well, you got to get out of the way for that there, Brit. I yeah. terrible. <laughs> And so I want everyone to know that uh, I've had incredible success as a healer, for sure. But it was all learned. I was not born with any kind of talent or gift. Uh, what, what I found was I was terrible at it because I was so stuck in my head I couldn't feel at all. And so doing intuitive work was very, very difficult for me to learn. Uh, but here's what I found. Uh, I spent about 10 years going to some incredible teachers and healers and masters and gurus. And what I found was there's a lot of people out there in the world who, have, who do some pretty amazing things. There really are. Yeah. Some people with some tremendous gifts. Uh, the problem I ran into was this. Most of them, it was just something they were born with or just happened to them. And most of them did not really understand exactly what they were doing or how it worked. And that's where I came in. And so... Uh, all that science and engineering and the giant brain, the IQ higher than Einstein, all that stuff I thought would make me a great healer uh, uh, actually got in the way and it made it really hard. But what it was useful for was reverse engineering their processes. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I just literally started reverse engineering and figuring out what it was they were doing. And I was able to put it all back together and because that's pretty much exactly what they taught me to do at MIT with computer systems. First, you figure out how it works, right? Take it apart. Then find a way to put it back together and make it better.
Right. Right. Make right. it faster. Make it more efficient. So actually, that's exactly what I've done with what we might call consciousness technology, uh, the development of intuition, uh, energy healing, uh, accessing the subconscious, uh, developing our intuitive vision to see energy and auras with our open eyes, uh, the, the transcendence of suffering. Uh, there's even uh, a technology or process to what we might call enlightenment. And so what I want to do for everybody is to make it easy for you. I want to give you the advanced technology. Because really, uh, everything is just technology. And so uh, people who come to my trainings, I can teach people in a few hours how to become healers. Every single person in the first couple hours of the training learns how to access to a theta state, get out of the ego, connect to divine energy, and give a healing. Uh, it took me months to learn that. Now it can be done in a couple hours. Wow. Uh, it took me seven years of full-time work and something like a quarter million dollars spent uh, to get my first master healer certification. Uh, I have my students now doing it in as little as uh, a month. Whew. And uh, it is possible because it's just technology. You know, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, if you go back in time, say 200 years, and say, how long does it take to cross the Atlantic? They go, well, uh, best case, three weeks in a fast ship. Right, right. Uh, then, you know, uh, if we go back in time 50 years, they could do it in three hours on a Concorde. What's the difference? It's just technology, right? Correct. So, you know, we, we've been able to make those kinds of improvements to the technology of healing and law of attraction so people can get much more powerful results much more quickly. And heck, nowadays, I, I think uh, the International Space Station uh, crosses the Atlantic Ocean in like six minutes or something. <laughs> right, right. Right? It's just a matter of technology. So all these things become accessible to everybody. And really, you know, that's what I want everyone to know. That everyone has this power to be a master healer. Everybody does. You just need to be shown how to harness it. Uh, everybody has the power to learn to use their mind to have more of what you want in life. Now, again, I want to tell everybody the truth. Uh, I know there's a lot of law of attraction teachers out there that say, oh, you can have anything you want exactly the way you want it. And no bad things will ever happen. Well, honestly, that's a load of crap. Exactly. <laughs> that's not life, right? <laughs> exactly. Now, the truth is, you can probably have a lot more than you may realize. Uh, but you need to understand the technology. I mean, heck, you know, I remember back in the 90s, uh, w w I used to connect to the Internet on a 2400 baud modem. Uh, nowadays, we, you know, uh, they have a 100 gigabit line now to my office building. Right. I remember the days of AOL sitting there yeah. listening to that darn signal. That, That's right. That weird, I, I don't even know what, how to explain it. Yeah. Do you remember that? And now we walk around um, with the world at our, in our pockets, you know, on our, on our phones. That's right. And so the point being that in just a few decades, computer technology has made things literally thousands to millions of times faster and easier and more powerful. And you know, the, in terms of the consciousness technology, that's what I want to do. Because to me, it's always seemed a little crazy that, okay, we're, we're doing this healing process or meditation the same way it's been, for five, been done for 5,000 years. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like uh, we wouldn't use a phone that was made 10 years ago. Right, right. Why would you insist to use a process developed thousands of years ago? I think people in their minds, too, that... It, um 
for this to happen in their minds, they're thinking that they need to go and, you know, meditate in a in a quiet That's room, right. um, need to, you know, fast or maybe, you know, go to some ashram or some retreat. And, and it's all done through the, the body and the mind. But th- this is this is not what we're talking about, right? That, that's right. So let, let's take one specific piece of this, the, mm-hmm. the theta brain state. And so uh, the theta brain wave is one of the keys to the technology. In that if you study, if you look at the research and the people doing instant healings or re- remote viewing or reading the future or communicating with the dead or all that kind of stuff, uh, one common denominator is what they call the theta brain state. The theta brain state. That's right. Okay. Uh, many people have heard of Edgar Casey, the sleeping prophet. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. used to go in what he called a half-awake, half-asleep twilight state. That is the theta state. It's the brain wave we go into when we're falling asleep and first waking up. It's oh, that magical wave. place. <laughs> That's right. It is truly a magical place. And it's yeah. what happens when we're dreaming. Right. And so in order to access our power for healing, for law of attraction and all these things, the theta state is one of the components that must be there. And so uh, in the old days, uh, if you go talk to a traditional teacher of meditation, you go, well, I want to access a waking theta brain state. They go, great, you know, come uh, uh, meditate for 30 years and live in the ashram for 20 and you'll get it. And uh, I'm not denigrating that. There will be tremendous benefits to doing it that way. But we ain't got time. State, I ain't right? got time for that, Brent. Right. I ain't got well, time for that. time for that. <laughs> no. Uh, I can teach you in about an hour how to access the theta wave state. Wow. Waking conscious. And there's different ways to do it, but that's just one example of the technology. And uh, uh, I've even uh, have an EEG uh, that, that I've stuck on my head before and used it a demonstration to show people that you really can access that theta brain state. And in the more advanced trainings, I also teach people how to synchronize their brain. That the left and the right hemispheres for most people work out of sync. Correct. And it would be like the, the tires on your car spinning at different rates. Uh, it's not optimal, right? You, you'll still get you'll still get to where you're going, but you're going to have seriously decreased performance and handling. Correct. Uh, but that's for most of us. That's what's happening with our brains and our minds. It's not our fault because if no one showed you the right way, how could you possibly know, right? Exactly. Right. So I've developed this technology to make it really easy, and I learned this by studying the masters. There are people that were just born with this gift, and but if you look at what's happening when their brain when they're doing their thing, this is what's happening. It's pretty astonishing. And really, I call it higher dimensional living because uh, for the last two decades, all of our leading uh, theorists in in physics have been telling us we live in a higher dimensional universe. That according to the laws of physics, there's at least 12 dimensions to our reality. And that's pretty crazy, huh? Well, especially since we seem to be stuck on this plane. That's right. Because our biology is wired into four dimensions. Right, the three dimensions of space plus the fourth dimension of time. Correct. So our human biology, what we see here, taste, and directly experience, uh, only goes to four dimensions. And that's all we see. That's all we that's feel right. is real. That's all we feel is real. However, there's at least seven more dimensions out there, and they are immensely powerful. And that is the explanation for what happens when we're doing instant healings, or profound manifestations, or ex- uh, higher states of consciousness that we're literally just learning how to wire into those higher dimensions and use them. Uh, you know, they're, they're, you may remember, and some of the listeners may remember, uh, there was the story of Flatland. 
Have you heard the story of Flatland? No, no. Okay, so it was originally written, I think, in the 19th century. Uh, they made it into a cartoon I remember watching in school as a kid. And there was even a full-length movie based on this. And the concept is simple. Flatland is a two-dimensional world. The people are triangles and squares and hexagons. Mm. And they live and exist in a flat world. And then one of them discovers the third dimension. And suddenly he can do things others think are magical or impossible, right? Because he can lift up out of flatland and look at things from the third dimension. Well, that's all we're doing with our intuition. When you learn to cultivate your intuition, there's a part of us that sees from this higher dimensional perspective that is able to see the future and the past and all these things very clearly. But as long as we're here and stuck in our flatland, that seems impossible. And so the point being in the in the story, first they persecute him and eventually, you know, come to celebrate him. Because uh, when you discover something that no one else sees. Oh, uh, then you're 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 a witch or you're crazy. Right. They're going to lock you up. That's right? right. That's why we see such a backlash against nutritional supplements. Oh, yeah. And cancer doctors that are using natural methods that actually have better rates of survival and recovery, significantly better than the conventional toxic treatments. It's because the, the establishment, the flatlanders out there, are threatened by it. Mm. Oh, yeah. And a lot of us have flatlanders in our family and our friends. Word. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would imagine uh, every single person listening to this has someone in their life that they appreciate, a friend, a colleague, a family member, that just think they're, thinks they're nuts for being into this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you're at the holiday dinner and they're saying, oh, let's That's hear right. from the airy fairy unicorn over there. That's exactly right. <laughs> right. Now, I have the advantage of being an airy fairy unicorn with a pile of MIT degrees. So that lends me some gravitas, right? But it doesn't change that, you know, a unicorn by any other name is still a unicorn, huh? Yeah. But, uh, you know, what, what's happening is we're simply on the leading edge of consciousness. Because let's think about this. If we go back in time, say, three, four hundred years, uh, if you thought that slavery was wrong, uh, everyone would have laughed at you. Right. Yeah. They would have said, of course, it's fine. Right. But notice that over time, uh, we've come to change our opinion. That nowadays, of course, everyone knows that it's wrong to own a person, that they have no rights or free will. Of course, you know, everybody should be treated uh, with, with respect and dignity. And a quality of opportunity. But in the past, that wasn't the case. So I just want everyone listening to know, don't worry, you're on the right side of history. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's part, I'm one, one of many people that are trying to legitimize these things and bring them more mainstream. That's the beautiful but part. You're bringing it, you're bringing it, it into people. a technology by making it into a step-by-step -step process that anybody can learn and see results from very quickly. And how can people get a hold of this process? How do how how can they um, begin that journey, start taking the, those steps? It's actually very easy. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody that's interested to learn more, I would encourage uh, everyone to go to my website. And that it's, is? It's uh, awakeningdynamics.com. Okay. That's awakeningdynamics.com. Plural, awake, awakeningdynamics.com. Okay. That's right. And, uh, you know, a little box will pop up, just putting your first name and primary email, and I'm going to send you uh, a, a, actually a whole pile of gifts to get you started. Great. Uh, everybody gets what I call the blueprint for higher dimensional living. Uh, you'll also get the uh, first volume of my new book, uh, The Formula for Miracles, totally for free. 
as well as an invitation to uh, my webinars where uh, I'm able to take a little more time and do some demonstrations and really show everybody how this stuff works. Right. And we'll, we'll do some, we even do some really awesome interactive stuff on the webinars. So, because uh, uh, what, what I want to emphasize is to everybody, uh, you should be a little skeptical. Mm, I like that. I think everyone should. And now that may seem surprising from someone who's a professional faith healer, but I'm still an engineer. I'm still a scientist. That didn't change. I just work in a different medium now. I have a I have a dear friend of mine who says, "Test me, don't trust me. Test me." That's right. I love and that. I, I yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, don't believe anything I'm saying just because I say it. Just because someone's on the radio or whatever doesn't mean uh, that everything they're saying is true. Exactly. But I encourage you to go see for yourself. Ex right. Have your own experience with this. See see for yourself that this is real. Uh, that you know that that. Uh, as uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but you know I am the real deal, and anyone that's worked with me, I know would agree with that. That I really have devoted my life to try to help people, and uh, I think I'm a lot more accessible and charge a lot less money than many others uh, because that's really important to me. To make it accessible to people. To make it accessible to people. Yeah, not out of their reach. Right. Because and I don't just want people making a million dollars a year to learn this. I want everyone to learn this. Of course. Yeah. Because everyone can be a healer. And let's face it, the biggest disease affecting our world right now is poverty. Yes. Yes. That's number one. Yes. And so does this work to help you make money? Of course it does. Uh, and does it help you with physical health, emotional health? Of course it does. However, uh, I want to be very clear and honest with everyone. Uh, I'm not saying that this one process or technique is going to solve all your problems overnight. And, uh, and yeah, and what's way. the and also what is your intention for? If your intention is purely just to make a lot of money with it, you're going to that the, the you're you're getting lost in in the right. in it instead of the fact of realizing how amazing it is. You 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 say through um uh well with the theta brainwaves that we. We all have the ability to possess supranatural powers. That's right. Every um, single one of us. I think this is really important for people to wrap their head around. because, And maybe it's because we've been programmed for so long to, through dogma, through religion, to say you are, mm -hmm. you know, you're nothing. God is everything. You That's know, right. um, you're going to live so many years and then you die and just make as much money as you can before you die or, you know, right. that whole mantra. But the fact that we ourselves have these powers and abilities it's it really has been f for centuries um just not talked about and if if anything the other way around saying that you have you are powerless of course and that's by design i know but um yes it is so but let's talk now, about that what 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 is first of all what's a supranatural power and how is it that we possess these well it's uh, something that you would think is supernatural, but it actually has an explanation in biology and physics. So the example of the ability to perform an instant healing. Uh, most people would say, oh my gosh, it's an act of God. Uh, okay, well, guess what? Uh, in, the, in the past, people thought that lightning strikes were the, an act of God. Well, we can create them in a laboratory now. Right. Right? We understand electricity. And so healing is like that. Uh, if you don't know better, you might call it supernatural, a miracle, but it's just technology. Uh, as one example, most people don't realize that we as humans are actually designed with a mechanism to access our own subconscious mind. 
And most people live and die and never have any idea that we know it's there, right? We know there's something that governs our heartbeat and respiration and digestion and nerve conduction and all that stuff, right? Right. But we don't really have to think about it to make it happen. That's why it's called subconscious. Well, we're, we're all built with the ability to access that. You know, there's, there's like a little data port in us that no one realized was there. And so I'm just showing people how to activate their innate powers. Uh, things that have always been there, uh, it's just they were undeveloped. It's all these things you can do that you had no idea you could do. And the, the good news is, uh, for many of us, you know, I know that uh, I got into this because I had a major crisis in my life. Uh, Terry, my teacher, uh, she got into it because she had a major crisis in her life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? She got sick and she almost died. Uh, the good news is uh, that was actually all by design. That part of us chose that experience because we knew it would take something big like that to really wake us up. And move you in the direction to where right, you are. Right, and move yeah. us in the right direction. Because if I had had success with my startup companies in software in the 90s, you, you know, never... I, never, I never would have gone this way. No, no. Right. You know, I would have just been this, you know, materialistic, arrogant jerk. You would have been living in the Bahamas with the supermodels. That's right. <laughs> and I'd probably be incredibly arrogant and obnoxious and full of myself and miserable. Mm -hmm. That would be my guess. Uh, similar with Terry. You know, she had a great career in finance. She was making tons of money, hand over fist. And all of a sudden, she's just like, nope, this is not my way anymore. I'm going this way. So I want everyone to know that the, the challenges you're experiencing, for a lot of people, it's money. It's economic. You lost your job or your home or, you know, the uh, investment fraud, uh, natural disaster. It goes on and on and on. Uh, for some people, it's physical health, uh, diagnosis of a disease, chronic pain. For some people, it's emotional health, anxiety, addiction, uh, depression. For some people, it's relationship. Uh, for some people, it's purpose. Uh, understanding who you are and why you're here and how you matter. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter what the issue is. Uh, all those things I want everyone to know, uh, that part of you chose that. Because you knew that it would take something big to really wake you up. Right. To make you willing to let go of the old ways, the old patterns. As you know, everyone heard my story. If the doctors had been able to treat me successfully, you know, I never would have turned to alternative medicine. And heck, if the alternative medicine had worked, I never would have turned to the woo-woo stuff. You know, I would have said, well, you know, herbs and acupuncture, at least it kind of makes sense because they're doing something to your body, right? Right, right. My first session with Terry, she sat across the room from me the whole time. Didn't touch you? Nope. It's all done with the mind. How crazy is that? The power And that's actually how mind. I work, too. Yeah, it's the power of the mind. Right. I don't even like people coming to my office. Uh, I sit in a dark room with my eyes closed because I'm an auditory intuitive. I do almost all my work uh, with people uh, over the phone or Skype or Zoom or something. And I don't even need to see you. I, I hear everything I need by, by, from your voice. And we can figure out exactly what's going on in your energy and make shifts and move you ahead in life. And then that's pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing because uh, uh, I always thought that uh, oh, you know, I'm going to be this great uh, programmer, right? Uh, when I had my startups, I wanted to become the next John Carmack, who was the genius behind the Doom series and the th three-dimensional graphics engines. Uh, I had no idea that was actually training me, preparing me to be a healer. 
Yeah. Because uh, uh, the, the codes and beliefs that run our lives are just like computer code. It's really software. I call it the software of the soul. Mm, I love that. The software of the soul. That's right. We're all full of software. The subconscious is literally software. And I want to show people how it works. To show them, you know, how to use it, how to make changes. Uh, if your software isn't working the way you want, uh, don't get frustrated. Go change the code, right? Or reboot. <laughs> and you know with our lives if you're not happy with how much money you're making or where you're living or what your job is or your physical health or your sense of purpose or any of that uh good yes that'll motivate you to go change the code yes yes the uh the, the greatest obstacle is uh we all have to get past what we think we know mm. that that's number one you know i've often said that we all live in prisons constructed out of what we think we know and that really is the hardest part. Learning to be a healer is actually pretty easy. Well, that holding us, uh, what's holding us back is, yes, uh, we think we know what, you know, we... That's right. We think we, we think know, we know every, yeah, we think we know what's going on, whatever. But, but also, it's the stories that we keep replaying in our minds about, this That's is exactly who I right. am, right? I am a middle-aged, blah, blah, blah. Um, this has happened to me. This happened to me as a, as a child, so... Um, this is my lot in life or um, what the parents, what your parents believed, how they, how they, what they thought about money. You know, did they say money was the root of all evil? Um, Were they always constantly fighting over the bills and, and uh, the money or the lack thereof? And so you build your belief systems of the world uh, and yourself based on how you are when you're growing up. And that's the, again, the software in the, in the mind, those synapses, right? Those, that's right. Those neural pathways that... It's literally programmed into us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the, the way I see it and work with it, uh, the beliefs are like the lines of code. Right. Uh, the story is like the whole routine. Mm-hmm. So we have these individual experiences, these beliefs that come together just like a bunch of uh, lines of code create a routine. And those take over and run our lives. Whether it's I'm a loser, I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, it'll never happen for me. Uh, guess what? Those are all belief systems. And if you want to keep running that code, you're going to keep getting that output. Right? Mm-hmm. If, if you uh, run your program and it crashes and you reboot and run again and it keeps crashing, uh, why are you running that program? Right? Right. <laughs> Maybe you should change it. <laughs> Maybe you should install a new one. Yes. And we haven't talked too much about the awakening piece, but uh, I want everyone to know that you know, mostly here we're focused on what I call the entry level, uh, the formula for miracles technology, uh, because it's very, re- it's relatively very easy to understand and learn and apply. And that's where they can. Um, th- that's what I want for our listeners. I want them, yeah. not you know, I-, I want them to take a little bit of baby steps because this is something that is, that is that is super powerful. And enjoy it, too. You know, don't just because there's something about the human being that like, you know, wants the quick and easy, you know, let's jump to the end of the, you know, let's let's go into this from the beginning. And a perfect way to do that is uh, to pick up the book, uh, Brent Michael Phillips, his book. It's the formula for miracles where science reveals the secrets of spirit. And uh, once you once you get that down, that and you and you wrap your head around that literally, um, then you can go on from that. But let's talk about the formula for miracles. Let's talk about a few um, things that people can can really um, take a bite out of that you've experienced or that with your clients you've experienced. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, I had a uh, success story just with my last client a couple hours ago. Mm. Uh, I hadn't heard from her for about a year. And she called me and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Brent, I have to let you know that uh, the, the allergies that ruined my life for six years are totally gone now. Because she had moved to uh, Arizona and I think I forget what she was allergic to, but there was about nine months of the year where she couldn't really go outside Ooh. and was constantly taking allergy medicine. And she was planning on moving because it made her so miserable. Uh, we did one session about an hour, about a year ago and all that totally vanished. All of a sudden, no more allergy. And again, I want to emphasize, it's not always that easy for everybody. Uh, your mileage may vary, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. For some people, it'll take a lot more work. Yeah. But miracles like this happen all the time. Uh, those, those that want to go to my website uh, in the webinar, I actually play a portion of a, a demonstration healing session I did at one of my trainings. And I worked with the, this man, Michael, for 15 minutes. And I have the videos of the whole thing for anyone that wants to see it. And we just did a lot of changing his code around money. And he had joked to me, he goes, ha ha, Brent, you know, uh, uh, if the money shows up overnight, you know, I'll, I'll write you a testimonial. Well, we did it on Saturday. And on Monday, uh, he got over $100,000 that showed up in the mail. <laughs> yep, it was crazy. He better have written you an awesome testimonial. Well, he did, and uh, that, that, you'll see a little bit of that on the webinar, but <laughs> I have that whole session. It was only 15 minutes. Wow, wow. And and we had no idea that would happen. Uh, and, you know, so I just want to emphasize miracles do happen. I've seen instant healing from various kinds of cancer, uh, HIV. Uh, I even had a client who had a broken bone that more or less healed overnight. You know, people that have had back pain. Uh, depression, anxiety, addiction, right? Smokers, gamblers, you name it. Uh, all these things can potentially heal instantly if you can change the code. But again, I want to be honest with everybody. Not all problems heal that fast. Uh, sometimes it takes more time and more work. Right. As I mentioned, my, my frozen elbow instantly healed, never gave me trouble again. All the chronic pain I had been in that led me to have that surgery, that took a lot more time and work. But when I look back at it, I go, yeah, I really have made enormous progress. And so that's what I would encourage everyone to, to keep an open mind. Uh, one of the things you'll hear me say a lot in my trainings is you don't get to pick the miracles. They pick you. Oh, I love that. That's right. And honestly, the, the only people that are disappointed uh, are those that come in with a very rigid agenda of what they think they need and in what way. Right. I need a, right. I need $100,000. I need um, um, exactly. The love of my life to, you know, I need this and right. I need that. Yeah. You know, I need these by Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you have that rigid agenda, you know what? Maybe you get lucky, but maybe you won't. Right. But the, the things we really want, uh, you can have uh, most of them. And I say most because, again, I want to be honest. You know, you know what my dream was when I was a little boy? Hmm. I wanted to be a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> right. If you're 70 years old, no, you're not going to be a professional basketball player. Right. You're not going to be. Like right. That. Right. That's why I say some things just aren't going to happen. But anybody can learn to create more wealth. Anybody can learn to dissolve suffering, to overcome pain, uh, to improve your relationships, to find purpose and meaning in your life. Uh, you know, the, the way I would put it is uh, it's like driving a car. Uh, 
for most of the things we do, you don't need a really high level of skill to drive to the supermarket, do you? No. Right. Not everyone has the chops to be an IndyCar driver, right? Correct. Or be number one in NASCAR or F1. But that's not necessary to have a great life. And so I want to say to everybody that just like almost anyone can learn to drive a car and get around town, uh, pretty much anyone can learn to harness the power of their mind to improve the quality of your life. Uh, as long as you're willing to be a little open. Because, you know, another thing I've found about life is that life almost never takes you where you thought you wanted to go. But it almost always takes you somewhere better. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so that, that's part yeah. of the surrender. And those that want to go deeper into the work, uh, there, there's definitely more advanced levels. We get into the movement feedback holography and the brain synchronization, uh, the ability to uh, see stories and energy and past lives and all that. Uh, that, that comes later, though. That's the but, um, that's the. Um, uh, that's when you when not I don't want to say when you graduate because there is no level like that. But that sure yeah that's 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 just the more advanced work. That's more yeah icing on that's the cake. Right. Just like if you want to learn karate, first they're going to teach you how to punch and kick and block. Exactly the, right? the basics. If you stick with it. You want to learn the flying kick. It, 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 it's coming right. Exactly. So but with right. first first with the basics. And you said something earlier. You said a word that just when you said it, I got goosebumps. And I mean that's just to me it's just a, a sign for me to bring that back up again. And and you said um, the key word here was surrender. That's right. Let's talk about that because, sure. boy, um, yeah, we, you know, and I don't know, and I'm not saying surrender like, oh, my gosh, I give up, right? That's um, right. But surrendering that, to, you you would put it probably the, the best way. What do you mean when you say to surrender? Uh, you, the, what you said is actually help, great to help clarify. Surrender is not giving up. Right. And that's, in fact, one of the subconscious things I like to do with a lot of my clients and students is show them the difference in the subconscious. Uh, surrender is trusting that there is a higher power that, that is running the show and is going to make sure things work out the right way in the long run. Uh, giving up means becoming a victim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not about giving up. It's about surrendering. That trusting and believing that there really is a divine plan. That... The, this whole experience of life on earth really is going somewhere and it's absolutely essential uh, it's the, to to find that place here's the problem we run into uh, with the with the dominant paradigm of our culture and society surrender doesn't make sense does it, it not because to what's being right not to what's right. being pushed pushed out there no the way most of us are trained to think you got to go fight like heck conquer really hard and make sacrifices yeah. and all these things and hope you get what you want in life, right? Yeah, there's that word. <laughs> That's right. Hope, I hope. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so from that perspective, if life is really about just figuring out all the right things to do and making sure it happens that way, uh, surrender doesn't make sense, does it? No. Mm -mm. But what if that's wrong? What if that's not really how life works? Because uh, the way most of us think is that there's some 7 billion individuals here, right? Uh, all of which have a free will to do what they want. And uh, in order to get your way in life, you have to make sure things turn out how you hope. Through work and sacrifice and struggle and pain. And we think that we're in competition with other people. We think that there's not enough money, that there's not enough attractive partners, that there's not enough good jobs, there's not enough good homes or whatever it may be, right? Mm 
Right. And from that perspective, surrender does not make sense. Uh, but what I'll offer is that understanding is completely wrong. That's not really how life works. That's an illusion. It's really a, a mass deception that we've all fallen victim to. Uh, it's propaganda. Uh, the way life really works is there really is a divine plan. There really is a higher intelligence guiding our lives. And as we learn to tap into that with these higher dimensional secrets, uh, we can surrender to it. And that's really where the highest consciousness begins. Uh, where we learn to live our lives as vessels of divine will. Oh, I like that. To, to learn to see past the ego. I really uh, like that. To, yeah. to, to this higher guidance that we can surrender to. And that's the more advanced levels of the work. That, that's really what I call the awakening process. And that's what will lead you to what we call the end of suffering. Yes. And they, they call that the foot in the door to enlightenment. I love um, I love how you said that like you know we are vessels for the divine to to come through. Um, right. I, I think that is um, visually to me it's it, I love that. And with the whole idea of surrender to 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 me, it, it's almost like I see. Um, you remember when you were kid? Maybe when you play this when you were a kid. When you were a kid and you have that game where you you're standing there and you have friends behind you and you're supposed to fall backward, right? Yeah. And you're supposed trust to, fall. It's the trust fall, and you and you trust that your friends are gonna they're gonna catch you. You're not gonna hit the ground. You're not gonna right. bust your head open on cement or anything. And to me, that's the visual that I see is falling backwards, um, c completely trusting. That the universe, God, love, however you want to um, express what is there, okay, the divine, that you, you will be caught. And knowing that you will be caught. And that's the visual that I keep, that I keep seeing in my head is that sort of that, that surrender, that trust fall. Yeah, I think backwards. that's quite accurate. Yeah. That our surrender is a form of trust fall. Yes, yeah. That we are letting go, trusting that there is a divine there to support us that knows better than, than the ego. And so that's where we're going with all this. And the beautiful thing about, at least, you know, the, the, the way I've developed it, it's very easy and step-by-step. Step. And, you know, what, what I'll tell everyone is, I will meet you wherever you're at, and I will meet your level of commitment to. Mm, love that. To support you. You know, whatever you need, whatever your level of commitment is, I'm there to match it. To help you move forward, to, to raise consciousness. Because, you know, of course I have a vested, vested interest here. Uh, I'd like to see a planet living in higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. That's the gift I'd love to leave to my son. To uh, leave, have made some difference. You know, I, I'm not going to be able to help everybody, right? And, of course, my work is not for everyone. Uh, if you're looking for magic fairy dust that will solve, solve all your problems in an hour, keep looking. Not here. <laughs> yes, right? but the people that you have that you have already touched and changed their lives and the ones that are yet to come, um, it's the ripple effect too, right? right? Because then they do that for others. And you're teaching right. people such an important um, uh, power, like you said, the superpower that we, that yes. we have. I'm showing people how to be human. Mm. How to use this power that you've always had, that you had no idea was there, and how to live your life more powerfully, more effectively. That is a gift, my friend.
that is a beautiful gift to the world. And um, we, I want to let I want to let people know again uh, about the website and sure. the book. And then if there's anything else, because I know that you've got some amazing technology too at the website where people can can uh, take a look at all the stuff that you have there. But it's uh, the website is for uh, Brent Phillips. It's awakeningdynamics.com. It's plural awakeningdynamics.com. And the book that we've been talking about, which is a great starter kit for you, The Formula for Miracles, Where Science Reveals the Secrets of the Spirit by Brent Michael Phillips. And any additional information you want to give our listeners, how can they get in touch with you? Just through the website? or, or Sure. Yeah, the best way is come through the website, mm-hmm. awakeningdynamics.com. Okay. Uh, I am sometimes but not always available for private sessions. Great. So uh, I would encourage anyone that's interested in working with me, uh, you know, if I'm not taking new clients, you're going to get on that wait list. You're going to want to get on that wait list. Yes. So anyone that goes to the website, there's a little link that says private sessions. Uh, if you're interested, there's a short application. It'll take you about three minutes to complete. Um, I review those with my assistant every week. And if we feel there's a good fit, you know, we'll, we'll uh, you know, I'm, I have limited availability to work with people one-on-one. Uh, but for everyone, I'd love to show you more. I'd love to have you come through some of my conference calls or webinars uh, so I can not just talk to you about this work, but you can actually have your own experience of it. That's the because, best. Yes. Right. That, that's ultimately what I'm about. You know, don't believe anything just because I say it. Uh, have your own experience. See how it works for you. Test it. Yep. <laughs> Test it. 100%. Brett Michael Phillips, I want to thank you so very much for, for joining me this hour and for letting our listeners know what you've been up to and this incredible journey that you've been on and the gifts that you are sharing with this world. I'm so very grateful for you and I'm grateful that you're in this world. So thank you again so much. Oh, it's been great to be here. You know, uh, I love uh, I love every opportunity and I really appreciate being able to reach out and help some people change their lives. Well, and we will make sure that people share this show so that we can uh, get this word out to as many people as we can. Yeah. Folks, I want to encourage you, if you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, you can share this show easily on YouTube. Just It's so easy to do on your social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram. You can share this, this program or at the Podbean website, you can also share the show, just the audio version as well. Again, thank you Brent Michael Phillips. Check his website out at awakeningdynamics.com. Until next time, I want to say thank you so very much for listening. And remember to always think outside of the box. Bye for now.